0: Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today.
1: I did tell you know, the other day. Uh, they said the gale wind was going to be fifty to seventy-five miles an hour. So me and Andrew was out there. I said, "Girl, let's get out here and move all this patio furniture. These pillars and stuff on these chairs going to be across in somebody else's neighbor." We started dragging it. So we heard on the weather that the gale force wind fifty to seventy-five miles an hour, something like that. We're out there middle of the night. And <laughs> and got all that stuff in, and then maybe the weather got, the wind got 15. <laughs> <laughs> all that <laughs> But you know, I noticed something when I got out there. And I came back in, I said, you know what? Usually when you open your door, my dope back patio door is just wide open. I didn't see gnats. I didn't see mosquitoes. I didn't see birds. I didn't see deer. I didn't see anything. I didn't even see dogs. I didn't hear nothing barked. Nothing barked. You know something? Animals got more sense than people. Even the animals know how to get out the way. Now, I don't know where they went, but I couldn't find them. (laughs) And the Lord reminded me of that when I laid down. He said, what did you hear out there? What did you see? I didn't even hear crickets and all them little night creatures. You hear buzzing and all that. I didn't even hear crickets. Some of y'all, y'all TV too loud. Y'all can't hear nothing. I didn't hear, it was just quiet. I didn't have to fan away, nothing, nothing. I said, wow. It's, it's, they knew that something was up and coming and they prepared themselves and they quietened themselves and they moved out of the way. They down there in Rockport, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> I've written out five storms. You know, pride can kill you. We can learn a whole lot by looking at the animal kingdom and gaining a spiritual perspective. You will be kept from becoming depressed, bitter, worried. You become less fearful when you have a spiritual perspective. And you know, when you have a spiritual perspective, you won't be so quick to backslide because your thinking is so bad, your thinking is so twisted. But when you're thinking the spiritual and God give you insight from Him, then all of a sudden you say, You know, well, well, God, if this hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't even have seen what you were doing in A, B, and C. You begin to count out what God was doing, and then you turn around and thank God for what happened because if that hadn't happened, the blessing wouldn't have come from another direction. You, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, God, help me with this message. Then number five, refuse to allow Satan to exploit your rejection to establish a foothold in your life. You know, Satan will use rejection to exploit your life. Many respond to rejection by turning to drugs. You know, I was rejected by my friends, rejected by some a longtime frat brother, or Sarah, a close friend of mine. I thought we were tight. And I was rejected, betrayed, or whatever. I was rejected by my co worker. I was rejected by a neighbor or whatever. And all of a sudden, instead of turning to Jesus, you turn to alcohol and drugs. And you turn to being angry at everybody because life was not fair to you. you. You turn to losing hope. You even turn to becoming suicidal. Because you feel unloved, thrown away, unappreciated. John 10, 10 says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Beloved, rejection will not get the best of you as you continue to look to Jesus and live in hope. You keep your eyes on Jesus. You live in hope. God's going to see you through. Some of you, your husband rejected you. Your wife rejected you. Your children rejected you. That's a hard place. You're a hard place. Sometimes parents reject you. Uh, It goes all around uh, the gamut there. Beloved, rejection will not get the best of you as you continue to look to Jesus and live in hope. Uh, Number six, refuse to seek revenge. Romans 12, 19 says, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to to wrath, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," says the Lord. Beloved, you are never authorized to get even. Stop killing yourself. Refuse to take rejection personally. Take the high road and allow God to fight your battles. He can fight way better than you. He, he's the superior fighter. Uh, do not take matters into your own hand. Instead, allow God to vindicate you. Exodus 14, 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Let the Lord fight for you. Let the Lord uh, intervene for you. Number seven, uh, if you're gonna deal with rejection, guard and limit who you receive your counsel from. Guard and limit who you receive your counsel from. Now, some of you go through rejection, you go to a wrong person, to the wrong person for counsel. Only share with a few, I said few, mature, yeah, I like that, very few, thank you, very few, mature, confidential saints who can minister to you, encourage you, and pray for you when you've been hurt. When when people have thrown in a towel on you, when folk have given up on you, when folk have rejected you, when you've loved them and you've done, after all you've done for them. And that's when it hurts the most when you've given so much of your time, so much of yourself, even sometimes so much of your money. You've sacrificed yourself for a person that you thought cared for you and they hurt you dearly. And you know what? If somebody ever confided in you, or tell you something that was confidential, then you should never, say never, you should never divulge or say that to anyone else. To the glory of God, amen? Yes. And the worst thing you could do when the dynamics of that relationship change is to spit out uh, that which was confidential to get even to justify why you are in a certain situation. Galatians 6, 2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Proverbs nineteen twenty one also says, there are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. It is the Lord's counsel that will stand. After hearing the counsel of spiritual, trustworthy counselors, allow God to have the last word. It's all right to listen to mother. It's all right to listen to someone who who you greatly respect. But after you've talked to people and hopefully that's not too many. Some of you talk to too many people. You go through. You got 100 names in your contact. You got an issue. You go through all 100 names. Why so many? Why you ought to be tired by the time you get to 30. Come on. Does it really take all of that? Let God have The last word, because sometimes people can mean well and still give you bad counsel. Really mean well. If I had listened to counsel, I wouldn't be here in San Antonio. You got to know how to hear God for yourself. And, and, And then listen to this one. This one's a big one. And then we'll move. We'll get begin to close this out. Do not promote or amplify your rejection through social media, or whining to others about your situation. You know what's crazy? You know what's foolish? I don't know why on this side of the Mississippi River <laughs> that people want to get on the internet and get on Facebook and talk about all this stuff that's going on in your life, how somebody, your child hurts you, how your mama abandoned you, how you were fired, and how you, your child did this, and uh, how you lost money gambling. Maybe you should have lost it, you know, gambling. Y'all got quiet on that one. They just had a big mega thing. Maybe some of y'all participated in it, yeah. Some of y'all said, well, I'm going to give it to God. <laughs> Stop that. Walk by faith, amen? Listen. Stop putting your business for those who do. I got enough sense. I'm not not putting my business on the internet. Won't y'all say amen? Amen. I'm not putting my business. Stop putting your. My wife and I had a fight. Y'all pray for me. We fighting (laughs) over here. (laughs) Are you crazy? And by the time it gets all over the internet and people get the internet and they start talking about it, all of a sudden they had you, you stabbed her. You killed her. You mugged her. You knocked her tooth out. And that was. it began to change. And then they began to talk, and they began to talk, and they began to talk. Stop putting your business everywhere, and don't put your children's business on the internet as a parent or as a child. Children should never put what your parents in chasing or punish. My, my, My mama did this to me. My daddy did this. Leave that at home. What happened at a Draper's house, stay at the Draper's house. What happened at your house, stay at your house. Now some of y'all looking at me like I, I'm not, y'all, y'all, maybe y'all listening pretty good. Don't put your business on the internet. You know, I don't understand how these kids can fall in love and then get bug necked to the one they love. I don't understand that. Then, the, then they break up. And then that, may, that boy gets somebody else and then put your neck self all over the world. If I'm telling the truth, say amen. amen. I don't understand. There's not a, listen, there's not a person in this room would come up here and strip themselves bug naked. What is what? Not a one. If you want, l- 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 give us a demonstration. <laughs> okay? <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> you won't <laughs> do. You, did you say, that's crazy. That, they ain't going to look at me like that. They ain't going to look at me like that. Well, why on this side of the Mississippi River? I don't know why he keep saying the Mississippi. We could, we're a long ways from the Mississippi River. But it's a good example. Would you put yourself naked on the internet? You'll be naked before the whole world. I'm going to tell you something, too. You can't erase that. That stuff get down in there some kind of way. They can retrieve that stuff. You can them about it. hit that With the delete button. Mm. It's gone. Oh, no. Some of y'all can't get hired for stuff you put on the internet. You've incriminated yourself. And when they begin to look at your records and then they check that and then they say, well, let me go online and see what I can find. And all of a sudden they see, look, what she, look, look at this. And all of a sudden you're no longer a candidate for that job. You are, all I'm telling you is do not promote or amplify your rejection through social media or whining to others about your situation. Philippians 2.14 says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Sometimes God allows rejection so you can get a gauge on your spiritual life. You dishonor God by being critical, having a bad attitude and making everyone around you miserable. We glorify God by possessing a confident, unwavering faith in Christ, a confident, unwavering unwavering faith in Christ is how we glorify God. In closing, absolutely no one gets through this life without experiencing rejection. No one, not me, not you, not your children, absolutely no one. This is why we should adhere to the scripture which tells us to persevere, be courageous. Persevere, be courageous, remain focused on the Lord. Refuse to beat yourselves up with self-destructive words. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. I'm a quitter. Don't, don't, don't accept that for yourself. Don't receive that. If anybody's saying that about you, don't digest that. Don't internalize that. You are, a, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God has a plan and purpose for your life and he will reveal it as you walk humbly and holy before the true and living God. The scripture says in Ephesians 6 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Romans 5, 3 through 4 says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Verse 4 and perseverance character and character hope. Joshua 1 9 also says, have I not commanded you be strong? And of good courage, do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord is with you wherever you go. How reassuring, how comforting to know that through my ups and through my downs, through my rejections, through my betrayals, through injustices of life, The Lord God, Jehovah is with me wherever I go. And you know what that does? That's soothing. That's calming. That helps me to make it. When I know the Lord's with me, I don't have to go to drugs. When I know the Lord is with me, I don't have to turn about. I don't have to uh, contemplate suicide. When I know the Lord is with me, I don't have to mess with drugs. I don't have to do any of these things. He is with me and he will keep me in spite of. And I tell you something else too. When you're walking with God, God will deliver you. Do we have any delivered people in here? Have you ever gotten yourself in a mess? A mess that you made and you had to cry out to God. And say, God, I made this mess. I'm not going to blame Joe or Shirley or Sue or my past. I was in some project or my race. No, God, I made this mess. I cry out to you. And I ask you to deliver me. Have you ever deserved to be chastened? And God delivered you because you humbled yourself and you turned to God. And he delivered you in spite of yourself. Instead of getting justice, he gave you mercy. Instead of getting justice, he gave you grace. Instead of getting justice, he gave you love. What a mighty God we serve. God is with you wherever you go. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this message because we've all been hurt, we've all been mistreated. there are things that didn't work out. We failed a test. We didn't get the license or perhaps didn't pass the bar. Didn't get that job. Didn't get that career path. Children rejected me. Husband rejected me. Left me for another woman. After I helped put him through school or vice versa. And Father, we know rejection hurts, hurts children. Bullies call students names. Antagonize them, threaten them, revile them. And Lord, we haven't been through anything that you haven't already gone through. And yet you handle rejection, betrayal, and even being spat upon, which is so repulsive. You handle it in a godlike way. <laughs> Help us to follow you when we're in that hard place. That place where nobody else understands. Lift us out of the pit. Give us a new beginning. Create in us a clean heart. Help us not to be unforgiving and judgmental Mean and angry because of what happened to us. You were humiliated, betrayed, stripped down, lacerated, crucified, and put to death. May there be a holy hush. About, I don't deserve this. Because the truth be told, we all deserve hell. Thank God for grace that saved us by your blood. Lord, may healing and peace, reassurance and comfort and hope. Be restored to those who are downtrodden, beaten down, discouraged, despondent, fretful, worried. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, amen. You know, God spoke to you this morning. If you know God spoke to you, let let me see your hands. If God, if you... You needed, how many of you needed what you heard this morning? You know, what you going to do with it? God spoke to you from the word. This is a serious message, whether you know that. I, and it's not only for you. It's for you to hand to someone else as well. Thank God you came to church this morning. Because you would have missed this message. And the same people that didn't come this morning will go to work tomorrow. Thank God that you sought him first. And purpose purposefully. Put yourself in a position to worship and hear Thus saith the Lord. You're here today and God has spoken to you. And you don't have a church home. You've been moving around, meandering around. And you say, you know what? Enough of this roaming. Enough of being a spiritual nomad. I'm coming home. I need to hear messages that can restore me, refresh me, encourage me, challenge me, convict me. We welcome you here. This is the way I preach all the time. If you want more than this, you want somebody that's going. gone roll on the floor and jump on chairs and do backflips preaching, <laughs> go on down the street because that's not going to help you at the end of the day. Listen, times are too hard. America is too divisive. Your children have to live in a mean, diabolical country. And if there's ever time you need the Lord, it's now. You need to plant yourself in a good Bible teaching church, attend, grow, and then make yourself available to serve so you can be a blessing to others who come in here and those who are already here. The others of you, uh, you, you have been born again. You've been once born, but you're not twice born. You need a spiritual birth. And you need Jesus to, to get that new birth. You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Alone, and you will be saved. It's not enough just to come in here and sit in a nice, comfy chair and air condition and chew gum and then leave like you came and say, You know what? He talked to me, but what did you do with it? Come home, my child. Come home. You know what? And then I'll extend an invitation. You're talking about folk rejecting you, but you're going to sit here in this chair and reject the invitation to receive Christ. You're going to procrastinate and say, no, I'm not coming now. My first time here could be your last day on earth. How, how are you going to reject Jesus? you talk about folk rejecting you. You turn around and reject him. The invitation is about to be st- uh, extended, and you'll sit here not fully making a total commitment of getting up, walking, seeing a counselor, I say, I want to be a part of this church. Or if you're not a, 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 a believer, I want to be saved. I'm not so sure if I were to die that I would go to heaven. If you doubt the least little bit about that, you need to come see a counselor so that we can help you get to Jesus. You come now as the praise team sings. God brought you here. Listen, I want to say that again. God brought you here. In case you didn't get it, I want you to really get it. God brought you here. This is your God moment. It's no accident. God knew before the foundation of the world was laid. You'd be sitting here listening to me. Worst thing you can do is leave out of here and miss God to
0: your own spiritual detriment. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683.